Today's scripture reading is from the Gospel of John, the 7th chapter, the 20th to the 26th verse. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you left me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, through the world does not know you. I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I will. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. This is the word of the Lord. Um, we are taking a, uh, uh, a brief uh, pause from uh, um, our, uh, our study, our, uh, our study in Second Timothy, as we, we want to reflect, we want to reflect on... Uh, they call this the Passion Week, you know, the Passion Week. What is, what is the Passion Week? It's the, it's, the, it's the week between Jesus' triumphant and, as I say, fateful entry into Jerusalem uh, where he came to the, to the, to the cheers of, of Hosanna. Um, blessed be the one that comes in, in the name of God. Um, and very quickly, uh, within a week's time, uh, the same cheers uh, were turned into jeers and uh, calls for crucifixion. Um, I like the idea of being thought of. You know, I think that's, that's kind of uh, the, at the root, even though I, I tease uh, a lot of folks about it, uh, about Facebook and Twitter and different ones. I mean, it has its place, but really, uh, what I have, uh, what I have found, and maybe it's just me through my uh, 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 OG perspective, uh, that Facebook and Twitter is an expression uh, of a desire to, for significance, for recognition, to, 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 to be connected in a way that as we go through life, we can, if we're not careful, the evil one will say, you're not significant. You, you don't count. You're, you're, who are you? You're just, you know, what are the 250, 300 million people uh, that make the residence in the United States. You're just one of 300 million. Or you're just one of the billions of people on this planet. Surely, you don't count for much. Well, we want to... As I, I've shared before, I share again. Two things that everybody, everybody, Christian, uh, non-Christian, uh, male, female, everybody wants out of life. Everybody wants out of life. I want to be loved, and I want to have a good time. And I dare you uh, not to fit any, any behavior that you, uh, that, you, that you spend any time with that doesn't fit under those headings. 
you want to be loved and you want to have a good time. So that's, 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 that's light. That's humanity. And so what these things, to, these expressions that seem to just, just blow up, you know, it's, 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 it's like, I want to, I want to be loved. I want to, and so I'm reaching out for love. I'm, I'm, I'm doing things to try and uh, create some level of uh, awareness or recognition. I want to be affirmed. Uh, I'm so glad that God said to the prophet Jeremiah a long time ago, uh, he said to him, before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. A prophet to the nations, that's what I had in mind for you. I know you're going to say, well, I'm not a prophet. Uh, I'm, you know, I, no, maybe you're not a prophet. Uh, but just as God was aware and had plans for Jeremiah, he's aware and has plans for you. You do. You are extremely significant. You are extremely important um, in the eyes of God. The world may not see, and, and we, we sooner rather than later, we need to get off of that merry-go-round of trying to seek love and affirmation as a song and tones in all the wrong places and start to uh, begin to look for love and affirmation from the one uh, who doesn't just act lovely, as, as the Bible lets us know. He doesn't just, I act lovely. No, God is love. My very essence is love. And, and because that's who I am, those are the things I do. And because I do those things, uh, you know, it's, don't you, don't you like it when, uh, and you could tell when you get the, maybe, I don't know, maybe you can't, I, not, not that I've received an invitation, if, and if, don't, don't read anything into it, all I'm saying is what I'm saying, uh, is that when you get an invitation, oh, you know, I meant to invite you to such and such, uh, can you come? It's like you had no intention of inviting me to such and such. You, you, you had no intention, like, oh, you know, well, you know, I got to wash the cat that day. I'm sorry. No, I can't, I can't make it. No, 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 but, but to be thought of up front. See, I'll leave Sister Meeks out right now. She's probably thinking, oh, he was going to talk about lunch or whatever or something. It's like, but to be thought of when she pulls into the, to the driveway of, of, of uh, El Pollo Loco to, to, to say, well, you know, I know my boo would love uh, a chicken tostada. You know, with a, with a green cilantro sauce, you know? It just, what, I know he would love that. Let me just go ahead and get it. Uh, as opposed to just being busted, sitting at the counter, eating, and it's like, oh, did you want something to eat too? <laughs> um, it's the trick of the evil one to try and make you feel insignificant, that you're not loved, that uh, you're not known, you're not cared for. Um, prior to... Uh, his death on the cross, Jesus met with his disciples for one last time to share the Passover meal. Uh, and in Luke, I've shared this before with you, uh, we read uh, Jesus saying, you have no idea how much I have looked forward to eating this Passover meal with you before I enter my time of suffering. You have no idea how much I've longed to have this meal with you before I go through this period of of suffering. It's the last one I'll eat until we all eat together in the kingdom of God. 
at his time of death, at his time of death, Jesus' concern was for his followers. That's why I'm not Christ. Because again, as I've shared with uh, others, if I'm in prison or whatever, my concern is, uh, can you call, make bail for me, and get me out of this situation? <laughs> but at Jesus' time, he knew, he, that's why he sweat as if drops of blood from his forehead. He knew what was coming. I don't want any part of this. But even knowing what was to come, Jesus is, is, is his concern is for the other. And during their time together, John records uh, uh, an incredible prayer of Jesus. Uh, and I invite you all to, if you haven't, to read the, the, the 15th, the 16th, and then specifically the 17th chapter of John. Uh, let that be your homework for today. Uh, but he starts by saying this incredible time of prayer at the beginning of the 17th chapter. He says, Father, it's, to, it's time. It's time. Display the bright splendor of your sun so the sun in turn may show your brighter splendor. Father, it's time. Display the bright splendor of your sun so that the sun in turn may show your bright splendor. And Jesus goes on to pray uh, uh, to be glorified. And he prays, he, he prays that he would be glorified. He prays then for his disciples that were assembled around him. And then seemingly strangely, he prays for those that are not yet a part of the family. Starting in uh, verse 20, we read, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. See, this final portion of Jesus' prayer was for us. It was for us. It was for future believers who would come to know him through the message of the apostles and that handed down generation after generation of generation. Jesus knew his mission would succeed. See, he's God. He, see, and that's, that's why I was sharing earlier about the mystery that is prayer and how God uses that as, as the exchange for, for, for change in our life. He already knows. He's God. It's, in, it's, it's, it's on his job description. I know things before they happen. Uh, and so he knew that his mission was going to be successful. He knew he would die. He knew he would be raised. And he knew that the Holy Spirit would come to be a part and live and indwell each and every one of us. The apostles would preach, people would be converted, and the church would be formed. So what's your point? Well, glad you asked. Each and every one of us have come to Christ, either directly or indirectly, as a result of the apostles' message, 
and your message. Each and every one of us has come to Christ because 2000, some 2,000 years ago, the apostles' message and then someone else's message, and it trickled down to you. Somebody led you to Christ. Somebody exposed you to Christ. Somebody shared with you, you know, you can, you can do better. You can do different. Uh, you know, I can't quite explain it, but, but look at my life, for example. We are living letters, epistles. We are living testimonies of the transformation. You want to know, you, you know, we get caught up, and there's, there's every reason to be uh, a good apologist, a good uh, keeper of the word, and to be able to rightly divide the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15. Uh, we, we, should, we should and must be able to do that. But the best, the best example, the best testimony, the best uh, evidence of, of, of Christ's transforming work is your life. Or not. We are all part of a big family. Before anybody hears anything you have to say, they've already sized you up. They've, they've, that's why some people are just shocked when they find out, uh, some of us, you know, boy, you, not only are you undercover Christian, I didn't know you were Christian at all. Because you're not, you know, there, there's nothing there that would otherwise lead me to believe that you know him. I gossip, you gossip. You, you, you talk bad, I talk bad. Uh, what separates us? Not just mechanical good behavior. But, 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 but what separates us from everyone else? See, all believers belong to the one body of Christ, and our spiritual unity is shown in the way we live. Our spiritual unity, what makes us one? What makes City Church one? What makes churches in the Sacramento region one? What makes the body of Christ one? It's all evidence in how we live. All believers belong to the one body of Christ. Or let me put it another way. The unity that Christ desires for his church is the same kind of unity that the Son has with the Father. Think about that. Uh, I pray also for those who believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. How is, how is the Father and Jesus Christ uh, separated? They're not. They're one. That's why Jesus said, if you've seen the Father, you've seen me. It's a mystery. We, we, this is not the time or place to try and unpack that. But Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there's unity and there's diversity. It's one. There is no separation. And that's what Jesus is praying for us. For us, I mean, this, he's, he's, he's throwing a, a Hail Mary pass, you know, way down the field, and he's like, I'm praying for those that are going to come to know you, Father, that they would be one, that they would be unified, because it's in that unification that others will come to know you. As Jesus said to his disciples in the 13th chapter of, of, of John, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. 
It's a funny thing. He didn't say that if you uh, attend Bible study regularly, and you should. He didn't say that you should be a great apologist, and you should. He said, but, but, but people are going to be drawn to me, how you guys relate to one another. You, how, how, you, how you love on one another. When people don't, you know, they just had a bad hair day, you know, whatever reason. And you don't, you don't respond in kind. Someone goes off on you and you're just like, well, did, did, did you just see how, how that person, they, 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 they cut you off in traffic. You got to cut them back. Or that person talked bad about you. You need to talk back. You're not a punk. Uh-uh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no. I got to stand my ground. And Jesus has said, I'm giving you a new command. This is how you're going, this is, this is how people are going to be drawn to me. How do you love one another? How do you deal with conflict when it comes up? How, 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 do, you, how do you address one another? Is, 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 it, is it a no holds barred uh, 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 wrestling match? In Jesus' name, come on. Two out of three falls. Let's see who gets the best. It's like, seriously. Now, we, we it's, 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 see, the disciples' union was with Jesus and his body uh, will result in people believing in the Father. As he said, as you have sent me. How is this possible? I mean, anybody can at least temporarily express love, right? You know, it's like, it, I may not actually have genuine love, but I can fake it for 30 seconds, right? You know, I, 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 I can do that, right? Uh, how will the world know that our expression of love is different? Well, I'm glad you asked because Jesus continues. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Jesus is praying for us. Don't, don't, don't look at this as, well, this was 2,000 years ago that, that Jesus was making, you know, he was praying some, some stale prayer to the, to the folks that were in the room there as they were celebrating the Passover. No, he's praying for us right here, right now. What's he talking about? I have given them the glory. Glory, doxa, brightness, splendor, radiance, greatness. Well, that's the, the word defined but what is this glory? What, what, what is this glory that Jesus is talking about? Uh, in John 1.14, in John 1.14, uh, John writes, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, True from start to, fin start to finish. See, Jesus exhibited this glory throughout his, his, his whole ministry on earth. Uh, he manifested his uh, divine nature in his humanity. Jesus lived out the glory for all of us to see. What Jesus, in uh, John 2.11, what Jesus did at Canaan of Galilee uh, as the writer writes, was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. And his disciples were branches of which he was the vine, 
or as 2 Peter 1.4 says, they had become partakers of the divine nature. Again, what's your point? Glad you asked. Everything that we'll ever need, everything that we will ever need to be spiritually complete is already available to us right now. There is nothing else that we have to, boy, you need to go over here, you need to go seek for this, you need to go there and, and listen to this. The glory that, that, that the writer is talking about, what Jesus himself is, which now is available to us through the Holy Spirit that indwells each and every one of us, we have the capacity right now to live out exactly the life that will evidence itself in unity right now. We don't have, we, these, what, Pastor Meeks, I understand, but this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. It's not about rightness. It's about the unity that God desires that if we allow the Holy Spirit, see, if we, if we would just step back from, as I keep saying, trying to do stuff and allow the Holy Spirit to live out in our life, then everything will be taken care of. But if we keep trying to do stuff, well, I'm going to fix this, and I'm going to, I'm going to go to this seminar, and I'm going to go to, the, how, to do, how to fix this and how to, how to attack that. There's nothing wrong. There's everything right with those, and, and don't, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is everything that you need to be whole as a person and to be whole as a, as a, as a family unit, to be whole in the body of Christ is already available to you right now. You don't have to go seeking out something else. You know, you know I, I've, got, I've got to do this, and I've got to get this special anointing. You've got, you've got whatever anointing you need right now. The Holy Spirit of God indwells each and every one of his believers. See, I think that, I'm thinking, uh, part of the reason we don't, we don't believe it is because we don't act on it. If I, if I, if I tell you, uh, if you go to our account, uh, there's, there's uh, a million dollars. Well, Sister Meeks won't believe that, no matter how much I, I convince that, because she knows that's not the truth. But if I, but if I, but if I tell you that, and if for certain there's a million dollars in that account, it doesn't make any difference if you don't go and act on that. Take your ATM and draw from that account. You might as well be penniless. I don't believe it's there. I don't, I, I, I don't believe it. No, no, seriously, there's a million dollars there. You can draw from that account. It will be life. You don't have to live in a tent outdoors. You, you, can, you can live, uh, as the Bible tells us, an abundant life a full life, a spiritually complete life, a unified life. Uh, I don't believe it. You, you not believing it doesn't make it so. But if you believe it and act on it, that's when transformation takes place. I, I'm, I'm closing. The goal of unity of the believers with each other and with God is it's twofold. It's just that simple. Uh, the world will believe in Christ's divine mission. They will know that you have sent me, and the world will sense that God's love for believers is deep, intimate, and lasting. Uh, I in them, you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then, then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me.
Um, it doesn't matter, and, and God knows we do an incredible job, each and every one of you in your ministries, be it the praise team or the AV or the children's church or the nursery. Or, uh, people won't know the love of Christ by how well you sing on tune. I'm not suggesting you sing off tune. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that for a minute. People won't know the love of Christ by how well the audio production comes. And I'm not saying do a poor job about it either. People will come to know Christ and the associated transformation that people are seeking. They want to be loved. They want to have a good time. They will know that as we show love to one another. The corollary to that is when we don't show love to one another, when we don't, when we aren't patient, and when we aren't long-suffering, when we don't go out of our way to be deferential to someone else, then just the opposite is true. How dwells the love of God in you? You say you're a Christ follower, and you, belay, and you behave like a, 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 the world, the heathen. Well, I, 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 Christ, at his point of death, anticipating this is it, he's thinking of the other. I'm getting ready to die. I'm thinking of the other. I've longed to have this meal with you. See, Jesus is affirming the, uni the, the unity of the Godhead and the unity of the body of Christ. We are one. We are one. We are one. As you read the, the 24th verse, um, Jesus says, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you love me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. Verse 26, I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. It's interesting that the first verse of the 18th chapter reads, when he had finished praying, after Jesus had finished praying, after Jesus had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples, crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was a garden. And he and his disciples went into it. it. I was. It seems like this seems to be the theme uh, for today. I've shared with uh, many of you today that we love. I'm not suggesting for a minute that. What I let me say this. I am suggesting it's impossible to love unlovely people outside of Jesus Christ. I, I, will, I, will, I will say that and stand by it. I just, I just, I don't have the capacity to love you. It's not in me. I don't, if you're going to act, if you're going to act ugly, I, I, it's like, okay, it's on. It's on. Or as Sister Meeks would say, it's popping like popcorn, you know. It's, <laughs> it's not in me. It's not in me. It's not in me. But Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. He can cause 
me to do things I wouldn't otherwise have the capacity to do. To love those that are unlovable. To walk with those that, uh, you know, yeah, their breath is bad. They, they, just everything about them just is repulsive. But you want to say, I love you. And they may be squirming out of your arms, just trying to just leave me alone. I love you. See, that's, I mean, I, 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 can't, I can't begin to, because it's not in me. Christ washed. There was, you will read nothing in the gospel accounts where he says, okay, I know what's going to happen. Peter, James, Andrew, I'm washing feet. Uh, uh, John, Matthew, Judas, nah, uh-uh. No, he washed his feet too. The one that was perpetrating evil, he washed his feet. What am I saying? The love of God, the love of Jesus Christ has no limit. You can't cherry pick your way through, well, I'll love the lovable. I'll love, I'll love Sister Meeks because she loves me. I'll love Nancy because she loves me. Uh, Miss Pearl, well, you, next week maybe I'll love you, you know, just... <laughs> That's not the love of Christ. See, the Bible even it lets us know it's, 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 it's silly on the face of it. What blessing is associated with just doing good to those that do good to you? The heathen do that. Anybody will do that. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. It's the way of the world. But will you scratch their back when they've got a dagger poking in your side? Will you do it? Christ did it. Christ did it. By extension, that's what we're called to do. See, that's, that's, and that's why this is so radical uh, when it comes to faith and our walk. Because this is, this is just, it's, this is not normal. This is, this is not what normal people do. You're right. We're not normal people. You guys look great, but you're not normal. Let's pray.